Welcome back to Holy Spirit Radiance. Thank you for clicking on the second episode of this season. I really appreciate it. Today we're going to be talking about hearing from God. So before getting into the heart of the message, I think it's important to um, understand your mindset before attempting to hear from God. A lot of people would love to just hear from the Lord, um, but people might not understand that it's a process and it's something um, that has to be um, coming from your heart, not necessarily just hearing God for your own gain or your own benefit, but to hear but to hear from God. So that way your mind, your soul, your body can come in alliance with what God wants for your life. So it's really important to focus on your mindset before you are um, looking into hearing from the Lord. Um, okay, so first things first, um, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you accepted Jesus Christ um, as your Lord and Savior? Have you confessed that with your mouth? Um, have you confessed your sins before him and asked for repentance? And also, have you asked to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And this just means inviting the Holy Spirit into your heart, into your mind, into your spirit, um, and asking God for um, His presence to reign over your existence. Um, once you're once you're doing this, you have now come in agreement with your mind um, that Jesus Christ is Lord. You've understood that He died for your sins. And you also are um, inviting the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is what's going to help you. Um, the Holy Spirit is the same spirit that wrote, that allowed Jesus to rise again um, on the third day. So that same spirit, that same power is living within, within you. Once you complete these steps, um, it doesn't have to be in any particular order. But it should be done and it should come from your heart. And Jesus knows your heart. So don't focus too much of the of the mechanics of what you should and shouldn't say because God knows exactly what you want. He knows what you desire before you even ask for it. Um, but this is something that should be done um, in order to take the steps to come into agreement with the will of God. Now, it's important to understand that all things are possible with Christ. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and read a Bible verse, um, Matthew 19, um, 26. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So all things are possible with Christ. Understand that even if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, confess your sins and welcome the Holy Spirit, you still might hear from God. Because with God, all things are possible. So there might be a time in your life, and maybe that's your wake-up call. Maybe it wasn't until you heard from God um, that made that allowed you to come to the decision of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I don't want to um, discount any times that you could possibly hear from God, but I do want to say that you know, in order to um, want to hear from God, it's important to do these things because it protects the sanctity of what you're hearing. Um, when you allow the Holy Spirit to enter into your life, he will help you to discern your your voice versus the devil's voice versus God's voice. So it is important to do these things in order to, and of course, do it from your heart in order to hear from God. So just understanding that he can do anything um, outside of, of, outside of, the rules that humans try to place on on the Lord. All things are possible with Christ. If you are a human who is walking, breathing, 
and existing on this earth, you are a child of God. Now, if you claim to be a child of God, you can hear the voice of the Lord. John 10, 27 through 30 says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father are one. Job 33 verse 14 says, for God does speak now one way, now another, though no one perceives it. God is always speaking to us. God is always talking to us. And it's up to us to figure out what it is that God has to say. The problem is, is that God does not want to impede on your free will. So if you do not want to claim yourself as a child of God and you reject the Holy Spirit, you won't be able to hear the things that he says. It doesn't take away the love that he has for you. He still loves you. He still wants you to claim him, but he wants you to love him. He does not want to, to force you to love him and to worship him and to be in the sanctity and the comfort of his perfect will. He wants you to be able to want to be in alliance with his will for your life. Okay, so in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Paul mentions the spirit, the soul, and the body. It's important to understand that your spirit and your soul are, are eternal. Your spirit is how the Holy Spirit is able to communicate through you. And your soul is um, the things of your heart, your will, your emotions, your mind, um, and your body is what you look at when you look into a mirror. So it's important to, it's important to understand these three um, distinctions. Um, because one of the ways that we hear from the Lord is through our thoughts. Sometimes um, you might have thoughts that are not your own. Um, and the way that you come to understand the difference between your thoughts versus the thoughts of the Holy Spirit versus the thoughts of Satan, right? Because Satan also plants thoughts into our mind um, and will also communicate to us. Um, is through simply reading the word. When you read the word, it separates the things of our souls um, from the things of God. And it also fine tunes and also gives you confirmation of what God is trying to communicate to you. So it's really important to read the Bible because you're not just reading this history book. You're getting to know your Lord and Savior. You're intimately trying to understand who God is. And in order to understand who he is, um, you have to be able to read his word um, and to comprehend what it is that you're reading. If you're just reading and you're not reading with an open mind, you're not reading with an open heart, and if you're not reading without the help of the Holy Spirit, it's going to be very difficult to try to hear from God. So it's important to understand your spirit, your soul, your body, and to understand your thoughts versus the thoughts of the Holy Spirit. Another way that God might um, communicate to you is through dreams and visions. We see this time and time again throughout scripture. Um, now, Luke Holter is um, a pastor. Well, he's actually um, a prophet that I like to listen to from time to time. And he, ha he also has a lot of good books. And um, he actually describes dreams um, coming from one of three places. Now, this is something that he came up with. Um, this is something that he came up with, um, with scripture to back his claims up. But a lot of people um, don't necessarily always believe 
that dreams can come from one of three places. Um, but this is just something that he um, stated in his book that really resonated with me. And I found that for me, when I um, try to do my own dream interpretations or the interpretations of other people, I tend to categorize it within one of the three places. Now, the first one is demonic. So sometimes we have dreams that are coming from Satan um, and he's trying to scare us. He's trying to put fear into us. He's trying to further us away from God's will. Um, the devil has um, one thing in mind, well, technically three. Um, his agenda is to steal, kill, and destroy you. So if you're having nightmares, um, you're running from something and you can't escape, um, these types of dreams that you're having, um, they're most likely coming from Satan. Do never accept anything that comes from Satan. And if you ever have um, repeated, re repeated dreams um, that scare you, if you're having dreams that are frightening to you, rebuke that in the name of Jesus because that's not coming from God. And that is a tactic that Satan loves to use. So just understand that. Um, dreams might also come from your soulish realm. Now, this is now coming from our mind, our imag imagination, the things that we are now ingesting into our spirit. So um, what's interesting with this is that like the more that you try to get closer with God, the more that you try to discern his voice, the closely related your soul might be um, to the will of God, um, dreams that might be coming from God. So it's very it's it's very um, it might be very possible for you to have a, a soulless dream that um might seem like it's coming from God because of the um, amount of content that you're ingesting all the time. If you're constantly listening to sermons, scripture, um, um, you're constantly reading the word of God, you're constantly trying to separate yourself from the, from the world, it's very possible that your dreams could appear like they're coming from God. So it's important to understand that. Um, and of course, you can get dreams directly coming from the Lord. Oftentimes when we get dreams coming from the Lord, they're for a reason and a purpose. It might be to warn us. It might be to warn someone else around us. It might be to um, tell us something that's going to happen in the future. It might be to exhort another believer. Um, there's a lot of different reasons why um, a dream might be coming from, from God. There are many instances in the Bible of people who weren't claiming to be a child of God and still received um, dreams from him. So it's also um, important to keep that in mind as well. Um, this is probably the best way that God can communicate through us um, simply because we are at a vulnerable state. We're not necessarily thinking um, with our minds. We're not you know, trying too hard to hear him. We're at this vulnerable place and it's it's very easy for God to just kind of come to us. Um, but it's very important for you to stay in line with scripture, stay in line with God, because the devil will try to come and confuse you. And God is not the God of confusion. If you ever get a dream that you're not sure about, you should always be in prayer about that dream um, or that vision. Another way that God will speak to us is through scripture. Um, there have been times where for years I've been hearing the same scriptures. I've been hearing them um, since I've been baptized. Um, I've been seeing them all over the place. But when I hear them in certain seasons and certain times in my life, it's almost as if it's jumping out at me. It's almost as if um, the Holy Spirit has just taken a highlighter and just highlighted what I needed to know 
in that scripture at that exact same time. Um, and that is the Holy Spirit exemplifying what it is that I need to hear from God in that moment. So scripture is another way. Um, that's why it's so important to stay in line with scripture, stay in line with God. John 1, 1 actually says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Um, so scripture says that, you know, the word is God because he is the one that's truly living out the word um, that, you know, that we all should be living out. Jesus came to completely fulfill scripture in a way that we should all be um, trying to follow. So it's really important for you to understand this. One of the other ways that God likes to communicate to us is through other people. Now, if you're a believer, um, you might have other other friends, other believers who are connected to the Holy Spirit. So it's very possible that in their prayer time that you might be dropped in someone else's spirit in order to um, in order for them to deliver a message to you. It might happen that way. It might just happen in a way where you just know that when someone speaks, that it's something that you need to focus on. It's something that the Holy Spirit is trying to highlight within your mind. The way that God will communicate to you through other people does not have to look a certain way at all. Like I said before, with God, all things are possible. So also, look at that, but also just kind of have an open mind with that. Another way that God can speak to us is just with an audible voice. Um, Samuel heard his voice, and the first time that he heard his voice, he actually didn't know that it was coming from God. Um, God actually had to call his name quite a few times before he answered and he realized who he was talking to. Um, Personally, I've never had this happen before. Um, everyone's experience in their journey with Christ is different. Um, it's in the Bible, so it is true. It can happen. Um, but just kind of giving that dis that disclaimer. Now, um, another way that I have realized that God communicates to me um, is through your five senses. Um, you know, the way that we touch, the way that we smell, the way that we taste, the things that we hear, our sight, all of this is connected to our souls. Um, it's literally like a gateway to our souls. And that's why it's also really important to be very careful and mindful of the things that you're touching, smelling, tasting, hearing, and seeing, um, because it is a direct gateway to your souls. And whatever it is that you're primarily um, saturating, saturating yourself with is what will be made up within your soul. Sometimes God will speak to you through your senses faster than words can even communicate to you. Um, I believe that there's definitely a direct link with your five senses and your spirit. Um, immediately you might be outside and maybe you spend an entire day worrying about something. And as soon as you look up in the sky, you see a few birds flying in the air. You might be reminded of Matthew 6, 26, and sa that says, Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Maybe God was trying to communicate to you in that one moment that you shouldn't be worrying. You shouldn't be taking on burdens um, that you can't carry. God will never put more more on you than you can bear. And he'll always give you strength and the tools in order to conquer whatever, whatever it is in life that you need to conquer.
So that's just one example of a way that God might communicate to you through one of your senses. Um, of course, there's many other instances that could possibly happen. But of course, keep an open mind, keep an open heart, and understand that you know God created all of creation with love. And if he created all of creation with love, it's very, it's very possible for God to be communicating to you through the things that you see through nature, through um, all, all of creation. Now, with all of these ways of hearing from God, it's important to always come to God in prayer. Ask God, hey, was that coming from you? Was that coming from my mind? Um, ask God for that discernment diligently seek him. So when you get these things, when these things start to come into play, um, you might see that, you know, God will speak to you and he'll speak to you again and again, kind of like how he spoke to Samuel. He'll come to you multiple times with the same message until you are, until you receive it, until you completely understand what it is that he's trying to relay to you. And if you feel like you're wrong, if you feel like it's not coming from God, ask God for confirmation. There's been many times I know in my personal life that I've asked God for confirmation, um, even I think up to like about five times, and he's given it to me every single time. And he knows that, you know, I really strive to make sure I'm hearing from God and God alone. Um, and so, you know, as long as he, as long as your heart is pure, as long as you know that you are diligently trying to hear from God, feel free to ask God for confirmation. He'll give it to you. Understand that you might not always hear things from God that you want to hear. Um, a part of reading the word of God will be convicting. You might feel uncomfortable because you might might find that things that you've been doing for years is not pleasing in God's eyes. And even being a Christian growing up in the church, you might find that you might have had the wrong ideas of who you believed God was. And that's perfectly okay. A part of what God does is that he uproots the things that are not of him. He uproots all the ideas, the ideologies, the theories that you've now adapted and, and, and brought on to yourself and started to claim as your own. And he will start to plant proper seeds of righteousness within your soul. Now in closing, prayer is your lifeline. And reading scripture is a must. So those are the two things that you have to be doing. Now, there are other things that you can do in order to gain a deeper bond with Christ in order to hear him a little bit more clear, um, such as doing things such as fasting. Um, that will be something that I will discuss at a later time. That is a very big subject. Um, fasting is one of my favorite, my personal favorite things to do. I feel like I am very sensitive to the spirit every time I fast. Um, and I'm, I always hear God a lot more clear when I'm able to fast because fasting is a way for you to separate yourself from the world 100% because now you're not acting on the things you are not acting on your instincts of your flesh. You are now pushed to focus on the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit has to say to you. So it's a way to kind of consecrate yourself, separate yourself from the world and hear the voice of God. Now in closing, prayer is your lifeline and reading scripture is a must. So those are the two things that you have to be doing. Now there are other things that you can do in order to 
gain a deeper bond with Christ in order to hear him a little bit more clear, um, such as doing things such as fasting. Um, that will be something that I will discuss at a later time. That is a very big subject. Um, fasting is one of my favorite, my personal favorite things to do. I feel like I am very sensitive to the spirit every time I fast. Um, and I'm, I always hear God a lot more clear when I'm able to fast because fasting is a way for you to separate yourself from the world 100% because now you're not acting on the things, you're not acting on your instincts of your flesh. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If anything that I said resonated with you um, or you feel like I said something that someone else needs to hear, please feel free to forward um, this podcast um, over to that person. Um, If you have any questions or concerns um, or if you wanted me to um, send you any scriptures I mentioned in this episode, feel free to send me an email. My email is Holy Spirit Radiance altogether, no caps, no underscores, at gmail.com, Holy Spirit Radiance at gmail.com. Um, feel free to message me with anything that you have. If you have any um, prayer requests, feel free to message me for that as well. If there's anything that you want to hear me talk about in a later episode, um, you can also message me about that and I will work towards creating an episode about that. Thank you so much for listening. This was Holy Spirit Radiance.